Welcome back to the Front Nine Podcast. Derek and Bob with you once again. Uh, missing Nate this week, but that's okay. Uh, hopefully, we will uh, be able to catch up with him all uh, next week, right before we head uh, to Florida to play golf together, uh, to meet him down there in, uh, in Tampa, in Innisbrook. Uh, as you guys have heard, if you're listening to the pod, we uh, have a golf trip planned for next week, so can't wait to get down there. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some some uh, pictures and video to post on Instagram, maybe some scorecards of, of the winning scores. And, uh, and, and there will definitely be money changing hands. I'm sure, uh, with our, with our typical, uh, skins games and, and, um, and Nassau. So, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys will, you'll keep up with us and keep up with the, the, the golf trip as we post about it and, and, uh, and those kinds of things. Uh, but obviously this week was a big week in the world of golf, big tournament following a major, probably one of the bigger tournaments we see that follows a major. Uh, we talked about this last week that it just had an incredible field. And, uh, and unfortunately I was, I was really tied up this weekend, didn't have a whole lot of chance to watch, uh, much golf. And so, um, I did not get a chance to see this epic playoff that everyone is talking about, but Bob did. Um, so Bob, I mean, give me some takeaways from what you noticed and what you saw on, uh, Sunday as, you know, they went into an eight hole playoff and, and then Harris English obviously comes out and pulls out the win. I mean, what did, what did you see? What did, uh, what really caught your eye? What, what did you feel like was impressive or, uh, where was the drama, um, so to speak on Sunday? Well, first, you know, I, the, the travelers, I love this tournament, uh, the TPC river Highlands, it, it, drama always seems to exist there. Uh, some courses just play real well, uh, to a, a really, uh, theatric finish. I mean, I, I remember watching this tournament two years ago uh, and I was actually watching my kids and uh, my wife and we were, uh, we were at, uh, in, um, at a golf course, actually, we had just finished a round and we were eating dinner there. And, uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan Spieth was, um, I don't even remember who was playing, but he holed out, uh, hold out of the bunker for a birdie on the last hole to win. And the place went nuts. So that was, uh, TPC river Highlands always gives us the drama. Uh, and this year was no, no joke. And, uh, uh, for those of you who especially are on the West coast or can't watch golf during the uh, during the day, right on Saturday or Sunday, highly recommend you guys check the Golf Channel at about eight o'clock at night. They'll do a condensed broadcast into about a two-hour window that you can actually sit down and watch four hours or five hours of golf in an hour and a half or so to two hours. And uh, and that's what I did. Right, I was I was a little busy during the day. Went back, checked out the broadcast, checked out the condensed version, and. Uh, it's funny, you know, normally you get two hours, two and a half hours. So usually you get when the leaders are on, I don't know, the eighth or ninth hole, right? And then you get the, the back nine and you kind of get the drama in the back nine. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this week, you know, uh, Golf Channel cuts in and they cut in <laughs> on 17 uh, <laughs> where – uh, you know, uh, where, the uh, back nine, yeah, the, the basically nine, <laughs> English and, and Bubba Watt English had just finished. He was one or two holes of the leader uh, of the leaders. Um, and then Hickok and, and Watson are still coming through. And it was just, it was, it was a crazy, uh, crazy kind of finish there where they, they jump in on, on 17 and did um, now, now correct me if I'm wrong, but Hickok made, the he made a birdie on 18 to get into the playoff right he did yes he he birdied 18 and actually it wasn't 
he and English had a great they, – they both birdied 18 to get in, in the playoffs. So English, um, English made, I don't know, about a 25-footer, right? And at the time, you thought he was going to win it. And Hickok was coming in a little later. Um, and Bubba Watson totally fell apart, by the way. We were talking a couple of weeks ago of Brayson yeah, Deshambo, right. who shot like a 44 on the back nine at Torrey Pines. <laughs> right. I don't know what Bubba shot on the back nine, but he didn't make a – par on the last like six holes it was <laughs> nasty he was all over the place oh man uh so I felt, I felt felt bad for my fellow lefty but hickok comes in and he just he 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 gets first up and down on 17 he hit kind of a bad uh, a bad approach and was in a kind of a tough spot on 17 and then he drains about a, a six or seven foot par putt which was huge right especially for yeah. a younger guy on the tour um, and then he gets to 18, knowing he's got a birdie, and he hits two good shots, and he's got you know maybe 10 feet in, and he drains it. Uh, so they go to a playoff. And I'll tell you, I love playoffs. I think uh, every sport, we're golf. I mean, you're a sports fan. I'm a sports fan. Everyone, yeah. we love the the. Thank God, college football came up with a playoff. Oh, and you know, and, and you know, I I don't watch a lot of hockey, but I'll watch the Stanley Cup Finals because the intensity is awesome. Um, yeah. I don't watch a lot of NBA, but I'll watch the NBA Finals because the intensity is is awesome. I'll watch mm-hmm. pretty much any college sport that exists, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the 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 playoffs were great. And then these guys get into a, a playoff, and I swear for two hours neither one wanted to win. It was the most boring <laughs> seven holes where it was just this par fest. And also they played the same hole seven times. They played eighteen seven times and seventeen once. <laughs> and if anyone was watching, eight, 18 is not a hard hole. It's a straightforward, it's like 430. Um, these, like, both these guys, they didn't really miss a lot of drives. Either. They were either in the fairway or just off. They had lob wedges into all of these. It's funny, funny listen to the you know, the commentary, and, and, and I'm, I'm on Twitter at the same time going through it, and they're like, well, that's another gap wedge for, you know, Harris. That's another 60-degree, perfect 60-degree lob wedge. And no one made a birdie. For an hour and 45 minutes, nobody could birdie <laughs> what is potentially one of the easiest holes on the course. They just they just couldn't figure it out. And it was just yeah. par after par after par. Um, the pressure started coming. Finally, English with a, with a great uh, – it took him – well – seven times playing the same hole, but he did finally birdie 18 and, and got it in there. And, uh, yeah. it, uh, it, it was, nobody wanted to go get it. No one wanted to win. Huh? I was like, yeah, you just take it. No, no, you take it. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need the money. You're good. You well, take it. And it was just, it, it was, it was a collection <laughs> of terrible wedge shots from world-class golfers who couldn't stick a wedge to two feet, and I don't understand it. Um, nobody That's hit so it that fun. close, and they're all hitting yeah. it from the fairway. And but you know, um, congratulations to Harris, Harris English. You know, good. Uh, it's always hard to win any golf tournament, you know, especially at that level. Right. Um, right. And like you said, the field was <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, we had a we had a Jason Day Jason Day sighting who was yeah. either in the, in the lead, lead on or, Friday yeah yeah, the, was, took, yeah 36 hole lead yeah that was awesome uh, my man Mark Leishman who I had picked to win the U.S. Open was apparently one tournament short <laughs> when he came in third right solid yeah. solid day there yeah played well uh, 
Brooks Kepka, who I would have put good money on that. Um, I told he you was, he's going to miss the cut. He made the top five. Shows you what I know. Um, um, so yeah. there, there were some good, good names up there, right? Um, mm-hmm. DJ had a good day on Saturday where he moved a little bit and then, you know, did his recent DJ thing and, and didn't do anything on Sunday. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Patrick Reed had a, you know, a couple of solid. So there, there were some good rounds up there by some really strong players on a really strong field. So that's a good win for Harris English, but, uh, Man, uh, I, I, it, it watching it was a little painful coming in you know, two hours <laughs> in the same hole over and over and over again. And, yeah, so you got to, you got very familiar with all. You probably, if you ever got a chance to play the golf course, you wouldn't have a problem with that hole. Well, um, but. It, it got it got me thinking when you know we're in Innsbruck next week, uh, yeah. and we're trying to you know trying to break a playoff. Um, I think we need to play the same hole eight times in a row and see if any of us can birdie it. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure I play hole seven times. I'm gonna birdie it. Yeah. I'm going to get some birdie chances in there. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think that's the funny thing, right? I mean, you got these guys who it. I was watching on Friday. Well, not Friday. It's Thursday. I was watching a little bit on Thursday. I got to watch a little bit um, in the afternoon. And I came home and turned it on. And I think, uh, was it DeChambeau and Stuart Sink and maybe Paul Casey were paired together or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. And um, and on 18, the hole you're talking about, all of them put it within three feet. Like yeah. every single one of them. like. Uh, sink almost hold it from the fairway. I mean, he put it on the edge of the cup and it stopped. Uh, DeChambeau had like four feet, and I think um, I think Paul Casey hit it to like two and a half feet. I mean, it was just it, it is your to your point. I mean, it's a it's a driver lob wedge um, for most of these guys. At the very most, it's a pitching wedge. Um, even if they hit a three wood, um, it's a pitching wedge or nine iron. I mean, it's it it is um, it is surprising that you know those guys didn't make a birdie for for seven holes but i will say like it does it does show i think a little bit just the absolute pressure that there is oh yeah on the pga tour to win uh and what it takes to win uh i mean one of the things you told me about i didn't see it but it sounded incredible was what happened to harris english on like the the second playoff hole or third playoff oh, hole? oh yeah i tell you i mean it was, it was the second playoff hole and uh, english striped his drive um hickok hit, hit, hit an average drive and hit an average approach he might have had i don't know 60 or 70 feet he was on the green but he was kind of a ways away hmm. and you just knew he was going to make a par right he was in that zone he wasn't going to birdie it but he was he, he was going to make a par and english had and it was probably his best drive of the playoff. He might have had 80 yards in. He hit it like 350. So he might have had about 80 <laughs> yards in with a perfect angle. Um, oh, I mean, man. he bombed it, right? And it was a perfect angle. And you're like, man, he's just he, he's going to stick this one tight. And he's going to hit it 10 feet past the hole. It's going to spin to you know a foot and a half or so. And this, <laughs> this thing's going to be over. And... You know, 80-yard shot that he hit maybe like 68 yards. And it just, the ball gets plugged up against the lip on the bunker. And the bunker has this steep face to it. And um, the, the way it actually worked out, Hickok actually was further from the hole. Uh, so he putted so first. first. yeah. And, and he, he, you know, he, he played it to, you know, tap in range. So he, he actually had, he finished, he tapped it in 
Um, so English is, think, is getting there thinking, man, I got to get up and down. Uh, and Hickok, I think, and they were showing pictures of uh, what looked like his mom and his wife and or his girlfriend. I wasn't exactly sure. And you could tell they thought it was over. Like they, they were like, oh, this is, you know, he, he's going to win his first tournament. This is going to be huge. And English, he hits a good shot out of the bunker and getting it yeah. onto the green to maybe 25 or 30 feet. Yeah. And then just gets up there and rolls it in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I bet that was, scene was electric. I bet when he made that putt, it was probably like Jordan Spieth holding it out of the bunker kind of like so electric. Funny to say that. The crowd was very pro-Hickok. I don't know exactly oh, why. Really? But, man, they were chanting his name. They were like chanting, <laughs> all the way down Kramer. the fairway. And, and you're, oh. you're, you're watching Harris English just kind of, you know, he, He's kind of a stoic individual, just kind of doing his thing, keeping his head down. Uh, but the, the crowd was not on Harris English's side. Uh, when he finally did win, they got a polite clap and everything, but they were going nuts every time Hitcock hit a good shot. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Well, it's funny. Did you ever watch Seinfeld? Well, absolutely. Uh, so, like, Kramer was, like, the golfer or, like, seen as the golfer mm-hmm. on that show. Right. And uh, the the one where he's like out at the out at the beach and he's hitting golf balls <laughs> into the ocean. And then they the marine biologist pulls the golf ball out of the blowhole of the whale. <laughs> and Kramer's like hole in one. eh? You know, he's like, <laughs> it's, oh, man. So like when you said Kramer Hickok, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so great. Um, <laughs> so, oh, man. But uh yeah, well, I mean, I wish, I mean, I could have seen at least that hole and maybe the the last hole. I don't know that the rest of the playoff is all that fascinating, but no, um, see, your storytelling makes me want to see that hole and then the last <laughs> hole because uh, because those seem like two pretty pretty epic moments in the playoff. Obviously, um, yeah, no, skip skip the hour and forty five minutes uh, while they're playing the other seven holes and just go there. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so you 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 alluded to it just a minute ago. We are headed to Innisbrook next week to play uh, for for four days at Innisbrook Resort. Um, thanks to you because you booked it for us and and uh, figured out all the accommodations as you do as our you know resident uh, golf trip guru. Um, you uh, you took care of all kind of the figuring out where we're going to play, what we're going to play, when we're going to play, tee times, all that kind of stuff, where we're going to stay. Um, itinerary, you know, that kind of stuff. We've been looking up steakhouses for Nate to buy us steak dinners. Um, like it's, it's going to be a pretty epic, fun, uh, week next week, but I'm interested to see like kind of what, what are you most looking forward to? I mean, obviously we haven't, we haven't connected, uh, in person since our last golf trip back in October. Um, so this is a chance for us to kind of see each other again, play golf together again. Uh, so, I mean, what are you looking to, uh, you know, what are you looking forward to most? What do you expect to to shoot? Uh, how many rounds do you expect to beat Nate? Um, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Well, so first, I mean, I I want to see. Uh, I want to spend time with, with with the guys, right? I want to spend time with Nate and you. And um, I, I know you're bringing your buddy Preston. Can't wait to meet him and, and heard some good stuff about him. So I just uh, spending some time, you know, away from the office. Uh, that is that that recharges me so much right um it, it every mm, yeah. uh, every time i go on one of these golf trips 
and and we go on you know about one a year right that that's typically what i what i right. go on and sometimes i squeeze some local ones in here on the west coast you know to, to some local mm-hmm. driving places out here um but it, it's just it's a great recharge for me and totally necessary in order for me to just stay you know uh, mentally focused on on all the stuff at, at home and work so that first of all first and foremost that's exactly what i'm looking for you know mm-hmm. out of the out of the golf course um so Innisbrook's got four different courses. Um, one course is closed for maintenance. They're going through their annual uh, reseeding and maintenance and stuff like that. So the, I want to say it's the north course is, uh, is closed. So because of that, uh, they waived all of our uh, restrictions on Copperhead. So we get to play Copperhead three times uh, nice. with no surcharge and no you know, no, no, no issues. So that's right. I, I'm really looking forward to play Copperhead. Uh, right. And those of you that maybe don't know what, what Bob's talking about, when he's talking about the Copperhead course. It's the, the course that they host a Valspar invitational, um, yeah. every February. So, uh, or I guess this year it was in April, um, late March, early April, right before the masters. So, uh, normally previously it was like, you know, right, um, right around February. Um, but I think they had a scheduling conflict, I, I don't know if I, I want to say it was because the Super Bowl was played in Tampa this year that they uh, had a scheduling been, yeah. conflict and they couldn't have the golf tournament and the the Super Bowl at the same time in the same city, so they had to move uh, move the date of it. But um, I could be wrong about that. Uh, that's just r- my my thought process as of right now. <laughs> yeah, that because uh, normally it, it's in the it, it's kind of part of that Florida swing, right? Um, in, right. in February and March, kind of leading, yeah, that that Florida swing that leads up to the players, yeah, for sure. Right, right. Uh, so that you know, I'm really looking forward to playing top red. I love playing places where the pros have played. Um, haven't played a ton of them, but I've gotten to play a few, and that's it's always fun to challenge a game that way. And also, since we're playing it, you know, three times over a four and a half day period. Um, I think we could play different setups. You know, we don't always have to to tee it up all the way back from the tips. We can we can move it around a little bit, um, right? Yep. Just like they do on the tour. You know, they don't play the same, uh, you know, seventy four hundred yards every day. They, they they move it around a little bit. So I think that's uh, looking forward to that. Um, to yeah. your question of uh, how often I'm going to beat Nate, well, we've got six rounds scheduled, and I'm going to beat them all six times. So yeah. you, better, you better bring his checkbook, and that's going to that's that, that's going to happen. I know the man, you know, has uh, probably played the best golf that at least I've seen him play in a while, according yeah, to the scorecards sure. that that he's showing. But uh, yeah. I, uh, I I changed my setup on my driver. I got it worked out. I had the best round uh, in four or five months uh, this weekend, so I, I'm getting up ready to go. So I uh, it, it's uh, my my goal is over the six round period. If my my aggregate score, I'm gonna beat Nate. Maybe he might beat me one round in there. The aggregate score, uh, I I got right. him. Yeah. Okay. So your one of your goals is that like at the end of it all. You have less strokes over the four days than Nate. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. So I have a I, I am I am pretty excited. I have a, a little bit of a different setup that I've just started playing with, but um I haven't actually played on a full length golf course. I've only played par three um golf in the last few weeks. So I haven't played on a full length golf course in over a month. Um Oh wow! And uh, yeah, so I gotta, 
I, I honestly, I no joke. I took PTO starting this Thursday <laughs> through <laughs> through the end of the golf trip, so I could play a lot of golf leading up to the golf trip to try and get in form. Um, because I was like, well, I have the vacation time. I might as well just take it. Um, it's like I gotta I gotta get ready for this golf trip. So um, so anyway, so I'm gonna be hitting the range and going to play some golf over the over the next several days. Um, but um, but I'm actually I'm playing a new set of irons. Um, that I've, that I haven't played a whole lot of rounds with, but like, I've just been hitting them really, really well, even on the par three, the last time I played the par three, which the par three around here is actually like, it's actually a pretty legit par three. I mean, there, there are probably, you know, on the 18 holes, there are probably at least, uh, not at least half of the shots that you're hitting at least at eight iron or more. Um, so like, uh, you're not just hitting, you know, lob wedges and pitching wedges and, you know, things like that. Like if you were to go to the cradle at, you know, Pinehurst or something, uh, like there's not, there's not really any 70 yard holes, but they have a couple of holes that, you know, there's like, a, there's like a 200 yard hole. There's a 185, there's like 175. So they have some longer holes um, mixed in there. Um, and I've just been, I've been hitting these irons really, really well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see, how I, how I play, um, you know, on a, what I'm hoping is a long, uh, long golf course, but that plays a lot shorter. Cause I'm hoping that it's dry, um, down there in Florida, uh, when we go <laughs> and, and I get a little bit of extra distance out of the dry conditions. Um, and, um, you know, but, but I think for me, it always, it always depends on, uh, if I'm, if I'm striking it well off the tee, um, and and how I play around the greens, like I think that those are those are probably the two things that that are most indicative of if I have a good score or not. Um, if I if I don't have um, if I don't have a short game, it's going to be really hard for me to you know play well on difficult golf courses. But I think one of the most interesting things that you talked about uh, in our text thread was even though the Copperhead course is the course that the pros play, you actually mentioned that the yeah. island course it actually plays to a harder slope rating, right? It's got a harder slope, yeah. I, I was yeah. looking it up. So from and this is from the tips, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, Copperhead is at a one one forty two. Um, okay. And you know, we've seen Copperhead on TV and things like that. So I think we know what that kind of looks like. The island course is a one forty five slope, and when you look at it, there's water on. And it's called the island course because there is water on about. 15 of the 18 holes and it's not wow. like the water is you know, a pond next to the tee box you know right, it is right. water that is in play at least looking at the map and looking at everything like, like the, the first hole is a good example it's a it's like a 400 yard dog leg right where it's about yeah. 270 yards out and then you know 130 you know 150 yards uh you know to the right but if you hit it 280 yards, you're in the water. If you try to cut the corner of the dog leg, you're in the water. <laughs> um, so it, it, uh, and then the green is a peninsula that, that's just sticking out there. And that's just the first hole. And it, in every hole, you got, you know, uh, I, I got it in front of me now. The second hole, par five, that's, you know, uh, that's 515. So it's not that long of a par five. Right. Water all the way down the left side with bunkers all the way down the right. Oh, <laughs> Just, <wow. laughs> so uh, yeah. I am excited about that course. I love, you know, for, for those of you who know me and, and have, have uh, played with me, I love golf course design. It is, 
if uh, if this Mazda thing never you know doesn't work out and <laughs> I got to move on from the automotive industry, uh, I'm I'm calling up Jack Nicholas or uh, you know Reese Jones or someone, and I'm gonna I'm just intern with them for like ten years until I figure out how to design a golf course. And I'm, you know, Pan Links is gonna be a thing. You know, yeah. about when uh, Johnny Manziel is teeing it up at the Masters one day. So <laughs> that's great. We're going to always bring that back up. That's so good. <laughs> like, come on, Jay. Oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward. And, actually, they're, they're different courses, right? So the Island Course and Copperhead are both long and tough. The South Course that we're playing um, is a whole lot easier. It's a 60, 600 yards from the tips. It's a, it's a 125 slope, so it's a lot Yeah, um, it's a lot different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 125 is kind of average. That's not necessarily easy. It's probably going to be easy compared to what, you know, the other, other ones two are, yeah. we're playing. But that's sure. kind of your normal course that you typically play. And looking at it, you still got to hit it the fairway. And um, the green complexes look a lot of fun. And if, if I'm looking at this right, we're going to be staying on, like, right where the practice facility is. So we'll have some good, that's great. Um, you know, good, good, good chances there. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it, it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's, uh, you know, six rounds of golf and in four days, I'm hoping my shoulder and my back hold up because mm-hmm. well, uh, we're all getting a little older, but, uh, right. we'll, yeah. we'll play through the, play through the pain. <laughs> yeah. You should bring plenty of Advil. That's right. Make sure you make sure you get plenty of Advil. We'll, you know, we'll drink a couple cold ones at night just to stay loose and, uh, keep the blood flowing. And then, you know, we'll, we'll wake up early every morning and hit the licks be great yeah and, and i'll tell you um, for, yeah I, I mean i'm looking I forward love, to yeah i'm looking forward to hanging out with the guys as well yeah and one of the things i love about these golf trips is and and nate and i have been doing this you know really even before we had kids but yeah yeah get the early tea time as early as you want to get up and you play until it's dark mm-hmm. and it is so much fun to do that there, there's a course in um, St. Augustine, it's a slammer and the squire, uh, at yeah. the world golf village. They used to run these specials, uh, in the month of July where like, it was an all you can play for like 70 or 80 bucks. Now July in Florida is hot and miserable. And most mm-hmm. people are going to play 18, maybe 36 and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Nate, Robbie, sometimes, you know, Eric Fisher or, or some other guys, we would come down there. We'd get like the seven, six thirty, seven tee time, and they'd kick us off the course three, sometimes three and a half rounds later at about <laughs> nine o'clock at night, and we're just going around in circles until you know. And uh, it's just it's fun. It, you uh, it uh, you have no other care in the world except just following that ball and, and being out with your friends. So that, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, that's the, that's the thing to look forward to, right? I mean, being with the, with the guys hanging out, playing golf, which is by far the most fun you can have with your buddies. If you ask me, like, I mean, if there's one thing you can do with your buddies, that's probably more fun than anything else. It's that. Um, and because there's competition, there's, you know, there's trash talk, there's, there, I mean, there's everything. There's, uh, a lot of fist bumps and, you know, high fives and, you know, just exciting moments. Um, there's just good conversation about life and what's going on in life and, you know, how a wife and kids are doing. I mean, it's just, it literally, you, you just have nothing else, um, in the world that, that really does that, like being on a golf trip with your buddies. 
and um, where you have that kind of time to to just spend um, you know with one another. So I think you know in my uh, it, when, when I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm honestly, you know, I mean, Preston's coming on the golf trip with us and, and I know Preston, I met him a couple of times, but I, I don't know him all that well. And I'm, I'm excited to have a guy, um, on the golf trip that's never been on a golf trip before. Um, because it's an opportunity to, I think, share something with him. Um, I think, and, and, you know, help, uh, I don't know, like get him acclimated to the idea of, of buddies trips and things like that. And, and, uh, and so for, for me, I think that that's a really cool, uh, cool aspect to invite new people into, I guess, you know, what we're doing, um, as, as friends. And, um, because I think every guy who loves golf needs to experience this, you know what I mean? Um, so that, that's probably, uh, one of the things I'm most excited about as well is just getting to know him better and, uh, and help me, you know, I don't know that helping is necessarily the right word, but, but I guess inspiring more people to love, you know, buddies trips and, and golf trips with their buddies and that kind of thing. So I know when I, you know, I've done a couple of them, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, after October I was like, all right, I'm, I'm really excited for the next one. You know what I mean? And I'm sure after this one, I'll be super excited for the next one, you know? And so it's, it's just one of those things that really gets you excited about, um, about vacation. It gets you excited about, um, you know, being around your buddies and, and just a lot of, a lot of fun. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also looking forward to being in a place that I, I don't, I don't think any of us have ever been before. So yeah. we're all, we're all going to this place and none of us have seen these golf courses at all before where in a lot of times, like you'll do a golf trip. You've, you've been there. Um, or at least you've seen some of the courses you're going to play on the trip. Um, but maybe not all of them. And, uh, but you've seen a couple of them usually. Um, and, and so to be able to, uh, to experience it all the first time together and then, you know, get to play Copperhead a few times and kind of see where the scores, like what's the difference between your first round and your third round on the Copperhead course. Um, that, that I think that'll be interesting. Like, do you play better? Or do you play worse? Like that'd be kind of like, does knowledge help or does knowledge hurt? You know, that kind of thing. Um, so anyway, I think, uh, there, there's a lot, I think I'm looking forward to, but, but, you know, obviously being around the guys and, and just enjoying time away and, uh, doing what we love to do, which is play golf and, and spend time with one another. That's, that's definitely the highlight for sure. So, and, uh, not to mention, we get to record a live pod together. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's going to be great. Really? You know, that, that, that's going to be the highlight <laughs> of the trip there. Yeah. So. That's going to be a great, that's going to be a great thing. Might even have a special guest Preston on a pod, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Absolutely. So. He's going to be required to be on, be on, be on the pod there. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's going to be a requirement. Yeah. Also, Hey, you know, I don't know if I, if I, if I told you this, but does he know that as the newbie, he's got to cover like our dinner one night? Like that, that's the, that's the, responsibility nate's got steak one night i think preston's got you know he, yeah. he you know, barbecue's got to be on him or something that, that's got to be the well, yeah i mean so. obviously yeah i mean nate's nate's gonna have to cover something just because of the fact that you know he hasn't been on the pod in three weeks so absolutely, absolutely. Um, so he's definitely he's definitely got to cover something uh <laughs> preston yeah i mean preston he's a business owner he doesn't have a wife and kids yet so he's probably got more money than all of us um, so he, he, he can definitely cover dinner one night. Um, I think, I think, yeah, I mean, I think you, Bob, you and I, we, we're just gonna, we're just gonna kick back and relax and just, you know, keep ordering 134 
dollar steaks, you know? The, the tomahawk medium rare <laughs> as absolutely. Yeah. It's only 36 ounces at Packard Steakhouse in Innisbrook. So yeah, look, yeah we don't even have to, to leave, leave the resort and, you know, I mean, if I'll say this, if the, if you can eat a 36 ounce steak, they should give it to you for free. Like they should not <laughs> charge you a dime for that steak. So, um, cause that, that's not, that, that would just be impressive. It's like, okay, <laughs> you just ate what three men should eat. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to it a lot. And, uh, and obviously, you know, it, it doesn't come around very often. It's not something that we get to do you know, every month or every couple months, it's something that we get to do maybe once or twice a year. So this is that, that special, special week of, uh, uh, that, that we, I think we all are looking forward to. So, um, well, uh, obviously, you know, golf is still being played this weekend. Uh, 4th of July is Sunday. You got any big plans for independence day? You guys do fireworks, you do cookout. What do you do? So we're relatively lucky in that, you know, a short walk from our house is Lake Mission Viejo, where we can walk and see the fireworks right over the lake. So we don't even have to drive anywhere. Uh, nice. We can just, you know, walk. It's it's a block or two away, um, and we'll see the fireworks and uh, confirm that the they are doing fireworks this year. So that's going to be great. We didn't get to see them last year, and my my kids who love fireworks missed out on it. So. Um, I'm going to thank my wife in advance who gets up and reserves our spot at the lake at like four in the morning on that day. Oh, wow. Um, so I will, uh, I'm going to thank your her wife for, for, for doing that. <laughs> your As wife I is will, incredible. <laughs> yeah. So what, what's going to happen and hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast before then, but so she'll end up <laughs> going, <laughs> she'll end up going, getting that spot at about four in the morning and at about seven, I'll go and play golf. Right, that, that'll probably be what. <laughs> so that's good, but uh, but yeah, how, how about it. you? Um, well, you know, I'm working on on the Fourth of July, so, um, but uh, but I mean, yeah, it is, but that's okay. I mean, I think you know, we will probably we don't really do we don't really do the fireworks thing. Um, you know, we we probably. Um, we probably will watch the fireworks this year just because we didn't watch them last year. We didn't have them. Um, and so it was really lame. Uh, they did them, but they like filmed them and you could watch them online was like the way that you could watch them. And so, um, just wasn't, wasn't very cool. Um, but I, uh, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy, um, the 4th of July just because of like the cookouts and stuff just a time to hang out with your friends. And, um, it, it just seems like it, it's, it's just barbecue, you know, day of the year, you know, whatever. Um, and I love to grill and I love to smoke, you know, meat on, on my smoker. I love to, um, you know, grill on my flat top. So that that's probably what I'll be doing after, after church on Sunday, I'll probably head home and, uh, and smoke up the smoker and, and the grill, and uh and cook you know some some awesome stuff um invite some people over play some cornhole uh you know fun fun stuff like that nice. and uh and then you know hopefully when it gets dark we'll be able to see the fireworks with the kids um that kind of stuff um so <clears throat> i'm looking forward to it a little bit more this year than i did la- like in previous years just because last year we didn't have it and i think it's easy to sometimes take for granted these yearly holidays um, until they get taken away from you in some, some sense. 
Um, and then, and then I think you begin to appreciate them a little bit more. So I am, I am more, um, I think going to enjoy and appreciate it more this year. And, um, and I don't know, maybe this is the year that turns our family into that, that family like yours, where we go reserve spots for the fireworks or something. I don't know. Um, but it used to always be something that we would do. Uh, we, my family, we used to always travel to Colorado for 4th of July and, um, a little small town in Southern Colorado. And so you could literally just drive up onto a mountain, um, just on, you know, one side of downtown and they would shoot off fireworks, uh, from this, uh, this old coal mine that was, you know, at the base of the mountain. And so you, you would literally get to watch the fireworks kind of shoot up over the city and then, you know, uh, go off. And so we used to do that as a family, uh, when I was a kid, but, um, you know, we haven't done that in years just because of, you know, schedules as adults and things like that. So, uh, as an adult, it hasn't really been a, a big deal to Mallory or I, but I think this year, um, our girls are older. Um, our son is almost three now. So I think he'll be excited to see the fireworks and that kind of thing. So, um, so hopefully we'll be able to keep them up and keep them awake and they won't be completely, you know, menaces <laughs> by that point. And, uh, and we can enjoy the fireworks this year. So, but, nice. um, but there's also golf going to be on TV. So, uh, is it, I, and maybe, you know, this, I think traditionally, on on this weekend because of the holiday um they normally play friday through monday are they playing friday through monday or are they playing thursday through sunday this year no they have thir- thursday through sunday it is a okay uh, uh, they they end on the fourth so. Oh, okay so they're ending on the fourth okay so i mean there'll be golf to watch which is going to be great and uh and obviously i think this field is also one of those that maybe is a bit surprising uh but Knowing that it's two weeks out from a major, a lot of guys will play this week, take off next week, uh, go ahead and travel over early, get acclimated to the um, weather conditions and the time change over in uh, Europe, and and then you know play the British. So, uh, so a lot of the guys are playing this week on the PGA Tour, as well as like you know Rocket Mortgage is a is a big sponsor for the PGA Tour, a big sponsor for golfers in general. So you got a lot of guys who are playing in this tournament as sponsors uh, because of kind of like sponsor obligations and things like that. So this is actually a pretty uh, solid tournament up in Detroit. Um, So, you know, I'm looking at the field. There are definitely some guys um, that, that stand out, including the defending champion, Bryson DeChambeau. Um, I mean, who do you, who do you think is probably, um, you know, in line to play well this week, uh, potentially walk away with a win? It's hard to pick against Bryson here. I mean, he just obliterated the field last year on this. If you remember, this this tournament last year is where Bryson actually broke shot link. Uh, he was he was hitting it so hard, it's shot link couldn't trace his shots anymore, and he actually broke the dumb system, uh, which was which was pretty which was pretty cool. Um, so I, you know, I uh, I think Bryson's going to win. He might not be my pick just because I, I like to kind of go off the rails a little bit, but I. I you know, if you said, "Hey, you got to pick a winner," um, and that's that is your, you know, your, I don't know how you, how you go against Bryson right now. Um, that said, I do think you're going to get some really strong play from some guys that uh, are maybe not necessarily 
they're, they're, I mean, everyone tries to play well, but I think with the Ryder Cup coming closer and closer, that that picture is starting to form, right? The the summer surge is going to start happening, and you're going to get guys pushing really hard to make sure they punch their stamp on that Ryder Cup team. And, you know, right now, you got guys like Patrick Reed and Webb Simpson and Jordan Spieth and Patrick Cantlay who are all on the outside looking in. Um, and I don't know about Cantlay, but I know Simpson's in the field. I know Reed's in the field. Um, is Cantlay? I don't think he's playing this week. I don't, I don't, I don't see him in the field here. Um, but uh, I, I wouldn't be terribly surprised if one of those guys, if they don't win, they are grinding it out all the way to the end. Um, and I can see a guy like Webb Simpson, you know, posting a top 15, top 10 finish um, and, and really not giving up. Whereas I could easily see uh, Bryson, if he, not that he's going to give up, but, you know, if he's got a, kind of gets off to a poor start, that he starts just experimenting with things, right, to get ready for the British, uh, you know, where, where maybe his, his score kind of goes off uh, the wrong way. Um, so I could see him doing something like that. But um, I, I, I got to go with Bryson if I'm, if I'm picking a winner. Um, I'm going to go with Bryson, and uh, option number two would be Webb Simpson. That, that's, that's who I'd be uh, flying with this week. Yeah. Okay. So I think, um, I mean, those are, those are obviously good picks. I think Bryson won this tournament by eight shots last year. So, um, absolutely like what you said, I mean, he obliterated the field, wasn't even close. I was watching, I was looking at some of his stats because this was actually during a season of COVID that like, I pretty much quit watching any sports because it was just so, um, you know, off my radar and, (laughs) Um, and there were no fans. And so it was just, it just wasn't as much fun to watch and, you know, those kinds of things. So, but I was looking at some of the stats that they posted about Bryson last year and he hit, um, I think he set the record for the most drives over 350 yards in a single tournament at this tournament <laughs> last year. So, um, and I was looking at some of the holes. I think there were at least, um, there were at least, three times on the weekend where he drove a green. And I think there were another four times where he drove it inside of 30 yards from the green on different holes. So, I mean, he was hitting driver, you know, chip shot um, or just driver putter. Like, I mean, he, he had kind of taken any sort of guessing game out of the, out of the, the strategy at all. I mean, he was just bombing it. And, um, you know, I think it was kind of the moment where people were like, wow, maybe he was onto something when it, with this whole distance adding thing. I think this was kind of the validation that he, what he did was, was the right thing to do, at least for him. And it, it can work if you, if you go down that road. And so, yeah, I think he has to be the tournament favorite based off of that, based off of just the fact of the type of player that he is, where he is in the world golf ranking, where he is on the PGA tour and his status and, and all of those kinds of things. Um, but I will say like, just because I'm a little bit of a, you know, uh, I don't want to always pick the front runner kind of guy. Um, as much as I think Bryson's probably got the best chance to win and maybe feels best on this golf course. Um, you know, I, I, I would say if I'm going to throw down, um, someone to win this week or to play well, 
Um, I really like your Webb Simpson pick. Um, Patrick Reed, I think, is a really uh, solid pick if you're looking at somebody as well. I mean, he's uh, definitely been in good form uh, in in recent weeks, in recent months. Uh, so he could easily do it. Jason Kokrak, obviously, guy that we have talked about yeah. on the podcast just recently, uh, pulled out a win. He could be a guy as well that comes away um, at the top of this lead. Uh, you have Kramer Hickok, who was in the playoff this past week. I mean, it's hard to back that up, but, um, you know, pretty pretty solid chance. Chris Kirk is a guy, kind of a sleeper guy, who kind of maybe has a chance, but um, – you know, I would really – I think maybe this is a place where – and I say it all the time. I, I love this guy. Haven't heard anything from him since the Masters, but give me Willie Z. <laughs> Willie I love, Z. I love <laughs> Willie Z, and, I, and I, think, I think he – I mean, he just has the kind of game. Uh, he's a ball striker. He hits it plenty far. Uh, greens, he just – he's got to get the putter to be – good or he's got to hit it close i think this is a place where he can hit it close i don't know that his putter's any good but i think he can hit it close enough to make birdies um and uh and maybe you know pull out the win so i'm gonna go willie z this week you know that i i I like that actually i mean he bombs it right he is a huge driver absolutely right maybe not not quite as far as 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 bryson or cameron champ or some of those big but he he holds his own right he'll have his fair share of 350 plus drives uh, yeah. And this course is not long. It's not that difficult. Um, you don't need to be a elite putter. You know, uh, Bryson is not an elite putter, um, right. but he, he he obviously did did just fine last year. So I, I, I like that pick. I think that's a that's a good one. The other one I'm going to say to watch out for, and I'm, I don't think he's going to win. But how cool would it be to see Matthew Wolf back right after kind of all the personal yeah. stuff he's gone through and you know he had a couple of good days at Tory. i'd love to see him back there also for sure and i again. you know and i had big high hopes for ricky fowler coming off the u.s open oh i had big high hopes for him this past week he missed the cut um but he's in the field this week he's a rocket mortgage guy i mean it'd be kind of cool to see him up there this weekend as well like if we could get um you know ricky fowler matthew wolf on the leaderboard uh along with maybe like will zalatoris patrick reed Bryson DeChambeau, I think we'd have a pretty compelling, you know, weekend ahead of us, you know, so you know, it'd be Fowler, pretty awesome. I, you know, Fowler, his, his game is still pretty inconsistent, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on him right now and say he's going to be on next year's President's Cup team. Uh, okay. He's, I think he's a year away, right? But I think he's going to win eventually and he's going to mm. be, he won't make the Ryder Cup this year, right? Uh, but he's right. got too much talent. His putter is traditionally so good, and it's so bad right now. So it's, right. He, he's going to find that again. That confidence is going to come back. He's going to be on the, I guess it's the 2022 President's Club team. That's my yeah. uh, my bold prediction. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is a that is a really cool prediction, and I hope it comes to pass. I mean, I really like Ricky Fowler a lot. I think he's one of the best things that's happened to golf outside of, you know, maybe the traditional big name guys that you think of, you know, the winners, like as far as just a good, like wholesome guy to be a face for golf who, you know, has a good brand, who has a good attitude. Like Ricky Fowler is one of the best. I mean, I remember going to some tournaments and watching Ricky Fowler sign autographs, literally every single person. Like he would not 
he signed <laughs> he I'm, I'm not kidding he signed every single person's autograph spent two hours after a practice round nice just signing autographs like that's the kind of guy ricky fowler is uh, that he he is a is, he's a guy of the fans he will not he will not be rude or or nasty to a fan um and and he always gives the fans their due um and he's done that i think all the way through this struggle that he's had he's still been that way um and it would be easy for him to get bitter and stop you know being that guy and he hasn't so um kudos to him for being a genuine guy who's willing to kind of be amongst the people remind you a lot of a guy like arnold palmer or phil mickelson uh just a guy the fans love and and i hope he has a great i would i would consider this maybe the the second half of his career you know i mean he's been on tour mm-hmm. since he was 19 i think um so he's he's now you know been on tour for 12 years or something like that um it it is one of those things of where you know i i am i would like to see in the second half of his career him have a really really successful second half of his career um cuz he's a guy i think that you know he deserves it based off of just the way that he treats people. Um, so I hope he plays well and, uh, I look forward to, to seeing him back on top, um, of the, uh, of leaderboards, uh, at, at tournaments, uh, up, up pretty soon. So, um, and he always plays well, t- tends to play well at the British just because he likes to be creative. And, uh, yeah. so if you play well this yeah. week, take the week off and get ready for the British, you know, Maybe we get you fire in a bottle. You know, I don't know. I, I, I just love Ricky Fowler. So hope he, hope he plays well. Um, but, uh, well, so Bob is going to pick Bryson DeChambeau. I'm taking Willie Z. And uh, Nate, we don't have a pick for him, but I'm sure he will text us who he gets in his, in his work pool uh, tomorrow. So uh, anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you uh, do, please make sure you like, comment, and share. Uh, and we will be back with you next week. Uh, and, uh, and then the, the following week we'll be recording from Innisbrook. So that'd be pretty fun. So uh, a couple great shows coming up, uh, go enjoy your 4th of July and, uh, and, and to all those that have fought to make sure that we live in a free country. Thank you so much. Uh, and, and, uh, cause freedom is not free. And so thank you for just everything that you have done in order to make sure that, that we do have the rights and freedoms that we have as Americans. Uh, so, uh, go and enjoy the weekend. Be safe. Uh, don't, uh, don't do anything, uh, too crazy. Be safe and have a, have a awesome holiday and uh, we'll be back with you next week. Thanks for listening.